And on this episode, which will be the fourth in a series of six on trading ratings of 90s definitive comedies, we have Ace Ventura from 1994, starring Jim Carrey, Courtney Cox, and former NFL quarterback and nine-time Pro Bowler Dan Marino. I had forgotten just, I mean, it's obvious to say, but how Jim Carrey this movie is. <laughs> it's so Jim yes, Carrey. Like, yes. oh my God. My, my first bullet under 90s relevance was Jim Carrey was the 90s, specifically 1994, and Ace Ventura was Jim Carrey, and it spawned a culture of imitators and and, and a super career of Jim Carrey doing Jim Carrey. Well, like 1994, he was in this, and then he was, I think, next he was in The Mask, and he was Mm -hmm. in Dumb and Dumber, all in all in 1994 i mean that's which insane they're all but, smash yeah. hits like we could do an entire episode on 1994 <laughs> between those oh, three absolutely. movies uh yeah now granted i think a bunch of them you've probably talked about already but like forrest gump was 94 shawshank redemption was 94 pulp, pulp fiction, fiction was 94 yeah. like there, the, 1994 s- is like in my opinion the ultimate pop culture year of oh, my yeah. lifetime like musically movie wise 94 was just huge <laughs> oh yeah i mean it was it is fucking wild to think yeah. about like i can't remember what other one because i want to say there was another movie that i'm not thinking of from 94 and they said all four of those movies were in some theaters at the same time during their initial run wow and and it's like yeah can you imagine just you could go from one to the next and like how fucking amazing it would be it's, would it's be wild so yeah yeah of course Three of those movies we mentioned uh, were like, you know, eight hours long. So I don't know if you could fit them all in in the same day. That's that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And this movie, like, OK, so it's a definitely like it feel to me, it feels 90s. I don't I don't know yep, if you feel too, the same me way. Too. So, yeah, I mean, it does. It does. It's a super like it, it, it does feel like it feels low budget to me compared to the other ones we watched. Like it feels like for something about like the way it's shot, it just seems like a little bit, mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. bit lower budget. Definitely. But like it and it. There's also, for only being one year between Ace Ventura 1 and Ace Ventura 2, Ace Ventura 2 felt like it had three times the budget just for camera oh, yeah. equipment alone. You know what I mean? Right. Like, to your point about, like, it it has, like, a, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah, like a low-budget feel, maybe, to it. But yeah. it, it, it definitely doesn't feel 80s to me, though. It feels like right, it's the 90s. Right. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, but it's, like, at the same time, there are, like, a ton of non-90s references mm-hmm. being made by Jim Carrey's character that I, or by, why am I saying Jim Carrey's character? By Ace Ventura. <laughs> and it's like, wh- who, like, who played Ace Ventura again? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, he makes these references and I know I didn't understand him the first, cause he's like referencing mm-hmm. Star Trek. He's referencing like just this random mm-hmm. shit. And mm-hmm. it's like, I didn't understand it. But it's like he has all of these great lines. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. And I right, love right. that. Like that. I don't know. Yeah, right. Like it's <laughs> I so ridiculous. Too. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Re- I didn't even remember that line from. No, you know, it's been a few years since I've seen it, probably. But like, I caught that one too. I was like, God, that's a great line. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I think, oh, and the other thing that helps with the low budget that I have noted is, is like the music that they use. Like the incidental Mm -hmm. music is like really low budgety. Like it just, it feels Mm -hmm. cheap to Mm -hmm. me. But like, this, like this movie, honestly, for me, like it it holds up well enough to Mm -hmm. like overcome that, you know? Because I mean, obviously, like when they made this movie, it wasn't like they expected it to be a smash hit. On the point of it feeling like the 90s, like I don't know if it felt, feels like the 90s because it reflects the, the 90s. 90s, like at that point, mm-hmm. so much as I feel like the rest of the 90s after 1994 reflected Jim Carrey, right? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel like there was a turning point when this movie came out and Jim Carrey became bigger than the movie industry itself for a time. And right. it all spawned from this one. I mean, his all righty then and loser and, you know, the way he says those things. Like, I remember there was, do you remember the Ace Ventura cartoon? Yes, I do like, remember the Ace which Ventura was, cartoon. You know, somebody who wasn't Jim Carrey acting like Jim Carrey. Uh, you know for, for doing the voice and i remember every kid in america doing ace ventura impressions to the extent that as a 12 year old kid i thought it got obnoxious right mm-hmm. it was like you know when i was in college and everybody was doing rick james you know dave Chappelle oh, as rick james right. and like within a week it was like all right if you're doing that impression you're lame right <laughs> right <laughs> right exactly right it's, it's it was like done, yeah. yeah it was so big that i feel like that's where ace ventura went where like with after a while it was just like oh my god all right that's enough i feel like it contributed to what became the 90s you know what i mean right like you said it doesn't feel necessarily like it it does it does the 90s in the way that these other movies do but it's like i can't associate anything as i'm watching it with Mm -hmm. anything but the 90s because Mm -hmm. i know this is it this is when i almost feel like and maybe again it's just because the 90s ended up reflecting it Mm -hmm. but like i don't know if it would have worked in 1985 or 2005 like in 1994 I, I feel like we were ripe for something and this is the one that i mentioned when way back when we were talking about uh, wayne's world that everything in this movie every movement every line every facial expression is dialed mm-hmm. up to, to 11 you know if, if not right. 25 right and i don't think this movie works at all if he left it at a nine or a ten it's so over the top but that's oh, how yeah. it works um, right. Whether he's doing his already then, like that's, you know, completely drawn out or he's doing his, uh, uh, you know, talking out of his ass mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or any of that oh. to Tone Loke, by the way. Right. You, you didn't mention Tone starring, Loke starring Tone movie. Loke. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. had to be in it. Or any of that stuff. Like, I don't think any of that stuff would have mo- would have worked if, if it wasn't cranked up so high. One note I did make that I was genuinely shocked by is Courtney Cox was already 29 when this movie came out yeah in fact i wrote down she turned 30 on friends later so what am i to believe you know what i mean (laughs) is it how old is she really it's weird like i I wrote down the names of the people or the the ages of the the main stars in that because i just find it interesting because again it's one of those movies you watch it when you're 12 in your head they're like grown-ups you know oh yeah and looking back Jim Carrey was 32. Courtney Cox, uh, actually, I wrote down Courtney Cox Arquette was 30, 29, 30. Sean Young, who plays the police chief, was only 35. And she was like the female lead. She was in Blade Runner and stuff. In Blade Runner. Yeah. yeah. She was in, she was the female lead in Blade Runner, which was years before this. And she was only 35. That was like 81, maybe? I I I was thinking like 82 or 83, something like that. But yeah, so, so, but I, you know, she she would have been 25 in that, I guess, or early 20s. Um, Tone Loke was only 28. 
Wow. Yeah. I so mean, what, I guess was he that, like 16 when he was a big rapper? Well, you got to remember, <laughs> like when Ice Cube was with NWA, he was 19, 18, yeah, 19. Yeah. You know what I mean? So sure. it, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. No, no. It, it just, it, it kind of shocked me how young they all were considering I'm 40 now. I'm older oh, now yeah. than Sean Young was in this. And I'm like, oh my God. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, I'm, well, I'm surprised because. Uh, I mean, like, I would have thought, like, I mean, Jim Carrey, like, when did Jim Carrey start on In Living Color? Like, when was he on that show? It would have been before this, because I feel well, like right. Year of Jim Carrey springboarded off of him being the funny white guy on In, in Living Color. He did. Because this was almost, you know, you remember, I don't know if you remember, he did Fire Marshal Bill or something, Fire uh, Marshal Bob, something like that, uh, which was like kind of yeah. his, one of his trademark characters on that. And this kind of borrows from a lot of that, you know, yeah. goofy over the top voice that he was doing with that character was almost borrowed for this. It felt right. I remember thinking that at the time, though, was like, oh, it's Fire Marshal Bill is in a movie, has his own movie right. now. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to think if like I could I couldn't remember when. Yeah. Yeah. He actually started on that show and when he left and all that stuff. Because I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, I wouldn't have been right. aware of it at the time. I mean, the fact that he was. I guess it makes sense if he was that much older that he probably would have started in Living Color, I mean, reasonably right, right. well before that. So. What were you going to say? Oh, I was... So I don't know if you want to talk about this. But okay. oh, there I, is I probably a, know where you're going. There's this <laughs> moment at the end of this movie, or toward the end of the movie, where it's revealed that Sean Young's character was, however delicately you want to put it, born a man, and mm -hmm. we see a bulge in her underwear and everyone is like, like there's a whole sequence yeah. where Ace Ventura is, yeah. is puking and he is, he's just so grossed out. Yep. And then like all these people find out and it's like, that is the, the essential type, like would not fly today. Like it would not, yeah, I don't yeah. think they would do it. So, so let's, uh, let's unpack that a little because I, definitely, <laughs> yes. I feel like it's when you're talking about, you know, eras and it was a different time and does this movie fit in that time? Like, I feel like you can't not talk about this sequence because, yeah. His his entire, you know, he's taking a shower and burning his clothes and all that, all because he kissed a trans woman who right. was born as a man. That in itself, like, and, you know, I'm not super PC myself, so, like, that part didn't, and of course, you know, I'm, I'm not the trans person, so, like, I can't relate to that in that way, but I still kind of find those scenes funny, but at the same time, I can't not see it in right. light of... 30 years later not only would that not really fly now but it just it it feels kind of icky that the way right, that they portray right. the whole thing and it's not even just that how grossed out he and everyone else is the other thing mm. that's i think is probably just as uncouth <laughs> now mm. it, it, which wasn't even thought of back then though was that the fact that ray finkel had a sex change and became Einhorn, Lois Einhorn, they use mm. that itself as a characteristic that illustrates how unstable and crazy oh, yeah. the person yep. is. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, yeah. used as a characteristic to illustrate yeah. that the and person I, is unstable. And that yeah. that is really, I think, more so the thing that doesn't set so well now, you know? Right. I, I would agree um, with that. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like you see it, especially like uh, in movies, probably like significantly older than this. Like mm -hmm. there, there's a lot of like callous talk around 
around mm-hmm. being right. gay and you know things right. like that and it's like it's just amazing like to, to yeah. watch a movie right. and see right. like i'm like oh god right it used to be like that like it used to be that used to be really a thing like all the time and yeah. it was totally acceptable and and i think too just in case any any of uh, your listeners are like oh of course you know cancel culture which is you know don't get me started on uh, how th- the way that in my opinion is misrepresented but this like i think if you were to watch this 10 years ago you would have felt that way like Ugh, oh yeah. really you know what i mean like in fact right. i think i remember watching it 10 years ago and thinking to myself like man I, this doesn't seem <laughs> like right this doesn't something feels off about this or like yeah i, I feel about, uncomfortable like even yeah, watching this yeah I, I, have you ever seen the movie slap shot speaking of which with yes. paul newman the hockey movie mm. i remember yep. watching that 10 to 15 years ago and they dropped the f word in that so many times and it like (laughs) rocks it i remember it like look i was in my own living room and looking over my shoulder and being like oh my god like (laughs) like who's who's watching this behind me that like that might be offended like oh my god it was like jarring watching it so yeah i feel like this is this is one this is an aspect of this movie that dated itself 15 Mm -hmm. years ago having said all that i thought it holds up as a comedy like i'll be honest i went into this kind of thinking hey i I haven't seen this in at least a decade i'll bet you this doesn't hold up that well in terms of like it's just a bunch of mugging and faces and voices or whatever it's probably going to be i'm going to be find it more annoying than anything i found myself laughing through the whole thing as though it was 1994 again i surprised myself in that i think it from a purely comedic standpoint i actually felt it held up Right, like even the unpleasant sequence in question, like <laughs> the if it if it wasn't that that like the bits that follow it are about, like if it was just something yeah. else and it was silly and it was just like not that, it would it would be still hysterical. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah, it still yeah. got that way about it. So yep, yep. And it's again, even that scene is so over the top. Or oh, when yeah. they spin her around and you see that she still has a dick right. and every the fact that every single guy there started throwing up means that she's been running around making out with everyone right <laughs> that was yes. what you were supposed to take away from that the only other thing that i'm not sure about was the portrayal when he's at the uh, mental institution like mm-hmm. is that would that be looked at as like not cool mm-hmm. now i i still find that scene to be hilarious i, I hope that still, doesn't get me I, in I trouble think, but <laughs> i don't think that's like uh, to me that's not like as commonly mm-hmm. yeah uh, the the perception is like i don't think people would even think right twice about know. it now but yeah. stuff to say so uh mm-hmm. the only couple of things that i i did want to point out before i talk about my my rating we talked about all those like super famous lines that kind of became mimicked by every kid in america one that didn't really get mimicked but is probably my favorite line in the movie is where he, he and uh, Courtney Cox are arguing and he just says, yeah, and you're ugly. <laughs> like, I, for some reason, I've always thought that was just <laughs> hilarious. That's his comeback is just you're ugly. <laughs> Especially yeah. because I also noted that I don't know if she ever looked better than she looks in that movie. I mean, granted, she's 30 years old and probably in, you know, peak shape, but she looks fantastic in that movie. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> and his comeback Most is that you're ugly. <laughs> I never noticed until this viewing how Canadian he sounds when he says sorry. <laughs> and he says oh it like God. three times and it's so Canadian sounding. I also noticed, and this is just because it was weirdly relevant. His landlord was Mark Margolis, the old man mm-hmm. from Breaking Bad. He has, he's been in a million things things yeah. he literally had just died as of the time of this recording he died like a week and a half ago oh wow okay so, so i thought that was, and when we watched we were watching this 
uh, he had like the day before that or something, he had died. I was like, holy crap, that's Martin oh, wow. Margulis. He just died. So that, for those that's, uh, that's tuning my, in my at home, trivia things. <laughs> that's early August of 2023 is when Mark Margulis died. Right. Uh, so I, I have one interesting trivia item because it is insane to me to think about. Okay. okay. Casting note, Rick Moranis was offered the role of Ace Ventura, but declined. It was also offered to Judd Nelson. David Allen Greer and Alan Rickman and they also considered gender swapping the title character and casting Whoopi Goldberg that blows my mind if it's true I I can't even (laughs) see I thought this movie was invented for Jim Carrey like no 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 because I I can't even picture somebody else doing it now granted yeah Granted, but, they wouldn't have been doing Ace Ventura like him, because I did read right. that he actually developed that voice while they were doing table reads and stuff for it. It wasn't right out of the gates, a character that he had. Like, it, yeah. it seemed to me my whole life, maybe just because he's so that character, that like this was a character that he could have invented for In Living Color. And they were like, let's give that character a movie. Well, like, like I said, see, it felt like they were giving Fire Marshal Bill a movie to an extent. Right. So well, the fact that's the thing is, I, I read that. that I read multiple mind. things about that because it was basically like they were making this movie and they were clearly considering certain people. Mm-hmm. And I guess like what they did was they like they thought, well, if we just cast one of these guys, well, it's going to be an OK movie. It's probably not going to do anything. You know, it's just going to not be a hit. And they decided to cast Jim Carrey. And then they effectively like let him do whatever he wanted to and make shit up on the fly, go off script completely. And it was like, that's where it makes sense. Cause like, if you mm-hmm. know, yeah, that they, they made it and they like decided to cast him. And then it's like, this character was not originally probably a very Jim Carrey character. Mm-hmm. And then right, he made right. it his. So I, I, I do definitely think if, if it wasn't Jim Carrey in that role doing Jim Carrey's thing, this would have been a terrible movie. this works because he's such a goofball well especially like like any i can't even picture rick moranis like judd i mean those alan rickman by the way what (laughs) it would have been a a surly version right he would he would have just been coming off what like robin hood i mean like what what would have fueled people to think oh alan rickman would be a great comedic actor right i don't know i don't know that's bizarre that blows my mind (laughs) So, so I guess I mean for this one uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll say like there is there is that certain subject matter that is questionable in this movie but I would I give this an A like I still really like Ace Ventura and mm-hmm. the part that I kind of have to like cringe at is it, it's not so bad I couldn't like I right. feel bad rewatching it it's a, it's a different time I, right and just the I, humor yeah. it's so great I mean just yeah. Jim Carrey's bits are immaculate like they're just they're so <laughs> well come up uh, like yeah. so well delivered and concocted that it's just it's perfect so definitely yep. an A rating yep. for me yeah yeah I uh, I'm right there with you I, I gave it an A I think it, it held up better than I expected it to and again, even with the even with the kind of cringy trans portrayal, um, mm. I, I think not to uh, not to excuse it, 
but right. looked in in the context of of when they made this movie, it was what it was. <laughs> um, right. But I think it it holds up. It's so funny. Jim Carrey doing his thing is so funny. Even though I, I will say, I think the funniest line in the in the entire movie is not delivered by Jim Carrey, which is odd, and which I never really thought about until this latest viewing. But I think when the old lady who plays Ray Finkel's mom very calmly says and matter of factly says, Dan Marino should die of gonorrhea and rotten hell <laughs> as she's giving him cookies might oh, actually God. be the single funniest line in the entire movie <laughs> that is ridiculous <laughs> and yeah and i gave it an a i love it and we we don't we didn't include ace ventura 2 on here but i've always felt that ace ventura 2 might actually even be funnier so <laughs> yeah I, I, yeah, I know I, people yeah. were quoting it like on an equal level with the first yep. one when I was in yep. school and stuff. They so. they somehow redid that same ridiculous character and managed to keep it fresh, which in itself is a feat that should be uh, lauded. <laughs> right. So yeah, I get that's uh, Ace Ventura from 1994, and um, have a good rest of your day. Bye now. Brandon at Random Reviews artwork, theme music, and podcast are written, performed, recorded, engineered, directed, and produced by Brandon Griffiths in association with Brandon at Random Reviews Entertainment. 